Picked up with the war in Gaza, where heavy fighting is continuing around the heavily populated southern city of Han Yunus and elsewhere in the Gaza Strip. Around Han Yunus, Israeli tanks have reached the city's main north-to-south road, and the Israeli military has ordered civilians to leave the city centre. Qatar, which has been trying to mediate between Israel and Hamas, says it's continuing with its efforts to establish a permanent ceasefire, but it says there appears to be less and less willingness to negotiate. Hamas has said that unless its demands for a prisoner exchange are met, not a single hostage will be allowed to leave Gaza alive. Let's show you the pictures that we have from the Jabalia refugee camp. Uh, that's to the north of Gaza. Casualties continue to mount there. The Hamas-run health ministry saying that dozens of people have been killed across Gaza in the past 24 hours, and there have been more than 18,000 deaths since Israel began its military action. Rockets have also again been launched from Gaza into Israel, with one person injured in the central city of Halon. Israel has announced that seven more of its soldiers have been killed while fighting in Gaza. That brings the total number to more than 100 since the conflict began. My colleague Anna Foster has the latest for us from southern Israel. We have seen and heard the sound of continuing airstrikes in particular. They are the very loudest explosions. Sometimes here we even feel the pressure wave as they explode over in Gaza. And we see then those huge plumes of black and grey smoke, columns of smoke rising up in the air. You can even hear that's the sound of outgoing fire that you can hear in the background there. And if you look at these live pictures of Gaza as seen by southern Israel, you can just see a little bit of what I'm talking about there, about the smoke on the horizon, which is been really a permanent fixture throughout the morning today, uh, not just that outgoing mortar and artillery fire, but those airstrikes as well, the sound of drones. And in fact, at one point as well, there was a rocket attack towards this uh, Israeli city of Stirot from Gaza when we heard the, the Severa Dom, the, the red alert sirens and had to take cover here. So there's been a lot going on. It has been a busy morning. And of course, inside Gaza, the impact of that is huge. Now, at the Alada hospital, which is in Jabalia, which is in the northern part of the Gaza Strip. That's the part that you can see behind me. They are fast running out of necessities that they really need. The essentials, not just hygiene essentials, things like food and water, but medical supplies as well. Now, we've been hearing from Mohammed Salah, who's inside the hospital at the moment. He works there and he says that he is struggling even to communicate at the moment with the outside world. But he sent us this audio message describing not just the difficulty of the situation there, but you can also hear in the background the continuing sounds of the bombardment. The food is less more, less uh, than uh, the beginning of this uh, siege. Yesterday they are bombing the tanks of water, so now also we uh, don't have water. We have a water directly now without tanks, putting in some gallons in the bathroom. The healthy water, maybe tomorrow, maximum after tomorrow, will finish because there is no water at tanks to filter it. Uh, the, the, our central store is, uh, is in another building and we can't move because of, because of the sniper. So uh, the med medication and medical disposable, it became less and less for the patient. So the doctors are trying to to deal with the with the medication and medical disposable for uh, for a way to be to save this medication more more time to to this patient. 
related to the food. Um, actually, we didn't have uh, food. It's some rice, some bread, and the bread we prepared uh, because we have a till now a generator. But if this generator will stop, so the direct water will stop, and this bread we can't prepare this bread. So um, we will cook this uh, this rice for two maximum three days because we have only one meal per day for um, for staff and for patient and for the family of the patient who is uh, with their family, with their patient. And uh, related to, you know, starting the, the, the healthy, the hospitals be, start to be not healthy hospital about the smell. So we, you know, this is because there is no water from yesterday at night, there is no water. So this morning, um, every place that it's the bathroom without water and also the, the smell of the bacteria that uh, from the legs and arms of the patient, uh, the injured people. Um, also, it's very, very um, odor, but very bad, very odor. As Mohammed Saha, who's so, working at the Al Awa uh, hospital there in Jabalia, and you could hear in the background there uh, some of the the airstrikes that we've been seeing this morning on those those live pictures on your screen uh, in this northern part of the Gaza Strip. Let's go straight to Istanbul and speak to our Gaza correspondent Rushdie Abuulouf, who is there. Uh, Rushdie, we heard Mohammed there talking about the deteriorating humanitarian situation. Just talk us through a little of the, the military situation at the moment, because we hear that Israeli forces are now focusing on the, the southern city of, of Khan Yunus. Where are they and, and what does that mean? Give us some context. Yeah, Khan Yunis, you know, is the second largest city and it's the hub for the southern part of, of Gaza and where about two thirds of the population are now in the in the south and the rest is in the middle and uh, the north. Uh, yesterday or the day before, the Israeli uh, tanks are started to move from another direction, which is uh, east of, uh, of Khan Yunus, after they have like uh, captured most of the four main uh, villages in the east. They cut through Salahuddin Road, they crossed Salahuddin Road, and now they are in the, uh, starting the eastern part of, uh, of Khan Yunus, and tanks are advancing very slowly. The area is a very complicated area. I, I was I was there for four weeks, and I know the area very well. There is a huge buildings, and there is a lot of shops, and a lot of people, very highly insulated, uh, populated area. And there is uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of people are still in, in, in Khan Yunis. This morning, the Israeli army was dropping leaflets in the area, asking people to go west to Al-Mawasi area. But Al-Mawasi area is a very small area, and it is not designed to receive, uh, to receive people. There is no infrastructure. On it, and there is no uh, buildings. It's mainly agricultural area in the coastal side near the Khanyunis. Uh, the situation very complicated in Khanyunis. About 34 uh, people were killed in the last uh, 40, uh, 24 hours, according to the directors of the uh, Nasser Hospital in Khanyunis. Over 150 people were uh, were injured. Some of them in a very serious situation. And doctors in the hospital, they told me the director of the hospital that they are struggling to cope with the number of people, the number of injured people received, received by the hospital with very little uh, medical supplies left in the hospital. And they are struggling also to keep the, 
emergency department working with a very short, a shortage of fuel in the place. In the Khanunis area, people, thousands of people also continue to flee the fight and to leave to the nearby town, which is Rafah. Rafah has a very small town, and now over like half a million people are in, in Rafah, according to the telecommunication company who managed to monitor the signal of their mobile phone. They believe about half a million people in, in Rafah. And Rafah has a very tiny also and, and, and a small town and people uh, almost live in each of uh, uh, top of each other. And I talk to people in Rafah. They are struggling to find food and they are struggling to find clean water. Uh, and you know, when the people first displaced, it was summer and now it's winter and they are also have to deal with this uh, weather uh, condition without a proper shelter. All of the UN school are full of people, streets are full of people, and people don't know what to do or how to cope with the situation. Rushdie, thank you. Uh, Rushdie Abu Aloof, our Gaza correspondent, uh, who is now in Istanbul.